Hey, what up, guys? It's Julia Vance Bleeker and... Craig Starr. Craig Starr in the building. I'm telling you, this guy is a legend in the making, and I am so grateful for Stop. his presence. <laughs> I'm crying right now. Tears of joy. I'm a real fan. Um, so what we're going to talk about today is a couple things. Um, this week was kind of a slow news week, but um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the billboard rulings and a little bit of and wrapping this up, Nicki Minaj and uh, what's going on there. And then we'll also get into Ronnie from Jersey Shore and his baby mama. And then um, Azalea Banks, uh, the final reveal of what made her flip out like that on IG. Let's go. All right, so billboards. Um, I'm seeing a lot of things where people are not really clear on how the billboards work. Um, people are talking about that Travis Scott cheated in uh, basically selling tour tickets and merch to uh, push his album, mm-hmm. which is not true. So this ruling about how they bundle, because this is all about bundling, is uh, been going on for quite some time. So uh, let's clarify this real quick. Billboard allows you to bundle your tour and merch um merch sales into album sales if the album is included with either one which nikki has had with the um future concert that she was supposed to be going on tour with Mm -hmm. and then she tried kind of late with the uh, queen radio this week um she tried to bundle that album with queen radio she was charging ten dollars on the apple music scene and um telling people hey you can get tour tickets if you pay ten dollars and you're gonna get the download for queen for free quote unquote and like access to everything else um I think it's a little too late, a little too late for her. Well, I, well, I disagree with the whole thing as a whole because I feel like the music should just account for the music. I mm-hmm. don't think they should do the whole bundling thing. To me, it's not a good idea because back in the day, album sales were just album sales, and now that we have this whole digital thing, mm-hmm. it's just you know it's getting outrageous. The next thing you know. Um, you would be able to pay your car insurance and get a new download. No, seriously. <laughs> seriously. I just I think it's a waste of time to not a waste of time, but I think it's um it it becomes tactful and then you have the, right. the going back and forth and and every two weeks they're gonna be changing the rules because this person is upset because supposedly this person should be number one and it's not. So I think it's just you know, I think we should just stick to let the numbers be the numbers with the streaming. Mm-hmm. And let that be that. See, but the thing is, the streaming is hard to 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 um basically not really hard to translate. If I'm not mistaken, one uh unit equals fifteen hundred streams, and mm-hmm. it gets hard because physical copies aren't being moved. But I think it's a pretty good tactic. It guarantees one unit by um giving somebody a full song, whether whether or not they want to download all <laughs> fifteen of the songs. So it's like one of those things is like it guarantees one unit for sure if you bundle them. But I think with marketing wise. Travis Scott, you know the merch no, is I'm not, huge. I'm know? not. I'm not even talking about. What do you mean when you say bundle? Like the bundling with the uh, with the merchandise. So, yeah. Okay, so okay, if you okay, buy yeah. one merch, you get one free. Ex- it, it's happening whether you want all 15 songs or not. You get one free album. Boom. Because I'm the type of person now that we have the options. I used to hate buying CDs. Oh my God, I'm so old. Buying CDs and having to get all 15 of the songs if I only like five songs. So the only great thing with uh, downloading is. If I only like five songs, I'm gonna get those five songs and leave the rest of the trash songs on. And that. see, and that's the thing I liked about getting the albums because mm-hmm. it, it even with streaming today, because you get the album, mm-hmm. you don't like song number six, but mm-hmm. a couple weeks later, you've listened to all your favorite songs. So now 
you go back to six and you're like, damn, this rocks. That's true. I, I'll yeah, give you so that. I, I disagree <laughs> with the whole um, the merchandising because it's getting too tactful and it's going to mm. be, you know, I just disagree with it. It's capitalism at its yeah. finest. Yeah. And it only gets worse <laughs> from here. Yeah, well, it, it definitely is. Worse. Now that uh, Nicki Minaj was allowed to do Queen Radio and then she bundled the album with the radio mm-hmm. uh, access, I was like, what right? the yep. hell? Yeah, I was like, yeah. what in the hell? Really? Yeah. She she got, she, but she played, I, I say she did play that smart, but she should have did that before the release of the album. Yeah. Because it would have automatically, remember when they, um, I don't know if you have iTunes or iPhone, but um, when they forced every single soul to have that, you, you, uh, what is that, what is it, what's her name? Bono, Bono's group, uh, U2, U2's album. It they was did? The, yes, it was the worst thing ever. I was so upset that they forcibly forced every single soul that had iTunes or an iPhone to have that album. Because when I opened up my iTunes at the time, before I, I started doing the streaming services, I see 20 songs from this rock band I don't even listen to. My, my, my parents love them. But I'm not a fan. I know who they are. I respect what you know Bono has done. However, I did not want 20 songs from them on my phone. I was like, "Are y'all kidding me right now?" I, I still have it. I had to um basically trash it. I think to wow. remove it from my library because I'm like, I don't want this on my phone. But yeah, no, that's basically the whole bundling process is to force download the uh, album, no matter if you want it or not. So, but it's, it's a smart tactic But Nikki was a little late to the game She needs to fire her um, marketing and di- uh, distribution team yeah. To be honest with you They they dropped the ball there They weren't quick enough Like that uh, What is that Allstate commercial You gotta be quicker than that <laughs> To uh, get that album out But what are you gonna do She dropped down to number four this week They're saying Oh really mm-hmm. oh, Drake I- is back, at, back in the top three He's number three Astro World is number two, and Ariana Grande Sweetener, by the way, which is a good album, is number one. Okay, I didn't see the revise then. Okay, yeah. hey, is Cardi still in top ten? Uh, I think she not her album, but these are album sales. Song wise, yeah, I'm gonna say. Oh uh, damn, 10. she fell out of top ten. Okay, yeah, that's so, still good though. Okay, yeah, she's doing a thing. I'm very proud of Cardi, but not to pit the women against each other. Yeah, uh, what are you gonna do? But uh, next up, we got Ronnie from Jersey Shore. Oh, what a disappointment. Um, if, if any of you guys watch Jersey Shore, you know that Ronnie is probably the most volatile member on the show. Very angry guy. Not a good relationship type of guy. He needs to Hugh Hefner this the rest of his life and just stay single. Um, <laughs> so this week, uh, Jersey Shore premiered with a two-hour um, exclusive, I guess. And what a damn bang they came in with. Is it still Jersey Shore? Or didn't they change the name of it? Yeah, Jersey Shore Family Vacation. So it's part two. Gotcha. Okay. I don't think they renew for a, a third season. I think this should definitely definitely be it for them. Okay. Three seasons, dragging it. They're old. Not old, excuse me. But they're getting older. And they all have kids except for um, Vinny and Mike. And since they brought Angelina back, Angelina as well. So... No, they, they, this needs to just boop, let them get their money and get their shine on. But Ronnie just had a baby uh, with his um, drive-by baby mama. Um, <laughs> so the Bronx-born Puerto Rican-Italian former stallion is in yet another volatile relationship. And this time it was all over IG. And this was about two, three months ago when he beat up his baby mama. And, um, you know, the IG live cut off and her friend was there trying to help out. Mm-hmm. Jersey Shore family vacation starts right there. 
So um, my thing is during that whole two hour episode, we, we get to see Ronnie's daughter and a little bit of his relationship with Jen Farley, Jen Harley, excuse me, Jenny J. Wow. Her name, her last name is Harley, actually. No, Farley. Same thing. Isn't that weird? Jen Harley and Jen Farley. That's so weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so just to, just to give the good story, um, it starts off with them in some sort of, uh, they're, they're content, good. They act like they never fought on IG. And uh, then we get to the point where uh, Ronnie breaks down in tears to the cast and he says that his baby mama is trying to keep his daughter away from him. Um, what do you think about that? Uh, parents or new parents or old parents trying to keep their kids away from their former flames um well you know it's kind of hard to say when you don't know the inside of Mm. the relationship because with especially with reality tv reality tv i mean everybody's pushing the button Mm -hmm. to get renewed and to get on the next season so it's hard to say but in real life i would say i would be totally against that I mean, no matter what your situation is with the, you know, with your other person, I feel like the child should be left out of it, you know. Right. Especially if the father is it wants to do for the child and wants right. to be in the child's life. I'm always going to be for that. But with reality TV, like, you, you just never know if this stuff is even real. Like, these people will do anything to get renewed and to get <laughs> re-signed. Seriously, so... Yeah, that's true. The only thing that I don't like about this whole situation is that um, he does seem like he, he's he's trying, but then again, we don't know. Um, the only time I would say not to involve the child with the other parent is if there's some sort of substance abuse or physical or mental abuse happening, because yeah. I don't want a screwed up kid. Like, yeah. give the kid a good shot at life yeah. to be normal. Yeah. But <laughs> it's also, a... It, it's always sorry, but it also, also it also comes down to maturity because mm. sometimes when you're in a relationship, one person may feel like you know the relationship has no room to grow and they mm. want out of it. So you have the other person who's going to use the kid as a pawn to say, well, you know what? If you don't want me, then you know you don't want Bella or X Y Z. So that's true. Yeah, and I also kind of feel like all of this is karma for all the uh, seven, ten years or whatever it was on Jersey Shore that they originally did. It's karma for Sammy. I, every time that I see, I see him with his baby mama. I just always think back to the time they were on the bed and he uh, tried to throw the bed <laughs> across wow. the room with Sammy on it. <laughs> she was still attached. It's not funny, but you know, like she was yeah. still attached to it. So I was like, um. I've never even watched Jersey Shore, so I wouldn't even know. Damn, man, you you gotta catch up. It wasn't yeah. bad. It just got whacked towards the end. But this season definitely started off like, damn. But I'm pretty sure it was more realistic back then because back then reality TV was just mm. like at its peak, so mm. it wasn't as scripted as it is right now. So I'm pretty sure back then it was it was good. That's true. So then here's my follow up question to that. What do you think about MTV still running the... Because uh, this is all on MTV. Mm-hmm. And the next thing that we're going to talk about is on MTV as well. Um, what do you think about them still running the real world and the uh, challenge shows? I think... Well, I don't know about the challenge shows because I don't even watch that. I'm over them. But I think... Um, 
for a lot of people and i still even at work i still hear a lot of people talking about the real world like the real world was really? actually like the frontier of reality tv it was tammy roman so yeah i hear a <laughs> lot of people still talking about how good the real world was so like i guess i'm all for that anything that can come back from back then and work now i'm all for it really oh so the what do you think about the hills reboot I'm not for that because they're not bringing LC back. I've never watched that. Oh my god! I know, right? I'm oh so my bad god. with TV. Now you know what it is. What? It's the colorism which brings us into. <laughs> <laughs> it's the colorism of all of this, <laughs> which brings us into Azalea Banks. Did you see that clip, by the way? I seen it, and I don't think I don't think anything was wrong. To me, right. okay. anything she is. Ugh, it's like I don't even want to waste my time talking about her, but I will right. give my opinion. She is. What do I? What do you say to somebody who has something to say about everybody and everything? You're batshit crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and she's she's just a negative Nancy, mm-hmm. and she's crazy. She is. She's but just we crazy. Won't spend too much time talking about her, just because. But the thing that I found that's interesting that once I want to tie this into the whole MTV thing and yeah. what I've been seeing on Twitter. Sorry if any of you guys, my little bit of following on Twitter, if you follow me or have ever seen my Twitter, uh, my last tweets. I'm not on Twitter very much. All right, it's insane. But um, she said something interesting to me, which I felt like had nothing to do with the joke that DC Young Fly um, said. She's like, "That's anti-black." Yeah, that had nothing to do with him calling you ugly. I think she thought in her mind because um, Cardi B's lighter and she's darker. It's suddenly, it's a beautiful, a beautifying thing. Yeah, but it, it lets you know where she compares herself to Cardi. Yet. Exactly, because she knows Cardi's. Uh, she's pretty, you yeah. know. So with yeah. makeup, yeah, <laughs> I love Cardi, but I think she's cute without makeup. She looks like a little girl. I think she's cute without makeup. It's just I don't know. I like Cardi B. I, I really do, but a lot of those women in Hollywood without makeup are not very attractive. That's true. So but I was like, oh, Azalea. She's just a. She's just a. She's a. I hate her. I don't know. Professional Me hater. Too. She really is, and she goes over and beyond to to do the the things that she. I mean, that whole apologizing to Nikki, mm. being a stand, and then you know. A couple weeks later, here you are, you know, saying that Nikki's stealing your choreography and X, Y, Z. It's like, girl, give it up. Yeah, Seriously. that one she's got to let go. Yeah. She's young. She's still learning. Uh, and then you're speaking out against Beyonce. Like, your career hasn't even really kickstarted yet. Like, you really want to do that to yourself? You I really want people to either. take you seriously? Which they say she's a talented rapper. I don't know because her attitude makes me not even want to give her music a try so i haven't even listened to her music so you know actually me neither except for that anna winter song which is a bop it's a nice little bop but it's not gonna pop because of her mouth yeah so what are you gonna do there but um what i wanted to talk a little bit about is maybe um i should sold my role here but we're gonna do it anyway uh mtv uh i have not been feeling them too much lately now that feel like a little bit of my third eye has cracked open um i'm noticing a little trend with mtv they're so for and this is outwardly they're so for equality and all of these things but the programming that they put on it's naturally targeted to a certain group i noticed this when i was on twitter tweeting about team mom because i do watch team mom here and there i don't watch a full season through 
But um, anymore, I used to. But uh, because it got redundant and I got tired of seeing the same people on drugs and the same people making money, same people getting more money for having more kids. And, you know, I, I noticed that the, the tone of all of this is and they have a new show coming out called Pretty Little Mamas <laughs> about some more pregnant white girls because this is wow. where, where I'm going. More pregnant white girls living their life and with money and stuff like that and Team mom is really focused on more pregnant white girls ruining their lives but now they're getting paid to undo the ruining that they did to have more kids get more money more rich uh have a bigger social media following on this what i don't like that mtv is doing is they remind me of a of a little thing i called well i have a black friend so that doesn't make me racist sort of a thing you know what i mean their programming is primarily targeted for white middle white america but and you know what? We're living in a day and age is to whatever sells is what we're gonna do. And and to me, it might it might not even necessarily be racist, but it's whatever gets because MTV, I mean, these people aren't even playing music videos hardly. When was the last time they did, to be honest with you? But I'm not watching TRL, but are they playing it on are they playing music videos on TRL? Barely. Okay. Very bare. It's like thirty seconds. Yeah. So I don't. I don't necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's um, a racist thing, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I, I. I think it's more so just like anything else in the world today. Whatever it takes to get the views, that's what they're gonna do. So like yes. loving hip hop, you can't be a, a saint on loving hip hop. You can't be a saint on the Real Housewives of No, it doesn't. And if you're gonna come on there, come on there, being a good person, a good boy, good girl, then guess what? <laughs> you don't have a job next season. That's true. Yeah. So, because who was on there? Who was on Love and Hip Hop? Um, that was like drama free. And then the next, season, I forgot who was. That's how unmemorable they were. Uh, they were Love and Hip Hop ATL. It was Little Scrappy's baby's mom. She had calmed down a lot. Erica, she lost her job. She, yeah, no job. <laughs> Because they don't have room for you because people want to see the drama. People want to see the drama. And it's just like um, if I post something about me doing a podcast on Facebook, people, mm-hmm. I'm going to get maybe two or three likes. It's going to be from a family member who knows what I'm trying to do. But, but let me. Say a lot? Yes, yeah, says a lot. But let me say I'm going live in 15 minutes because I'm about to say something about this. Oh, I'm gonna have a thousand likes, a million eyeballs. So yeah, <laughs> it's what it's all. It's all about negativity. If the negativity negativity sells at this point, just it like does. sex used to sell, negativity sells at this point. So if anything to get viewers, that's what they're gonna do. And if it worked with Team Mom, why not come up come out with another show? You know, that's just like. Listen, I still think that they still targeting the wrong thing. Let a couple of black girls on the show with some babies. Let them get a check too. No, because that's you know what? Because then that's that's the epitome of ghetto. I and that's what I wanted to talk about. Thank yeah. you. So I was on Twitter um, as I was watching thing because they let the Puerto Rican family that's from Brooklyn that moved to Florida and now they're based out of Florida, Florida on the show. Uh, one of the girls, her name is I'm not even gonna give her name because I I really I never enjoyed her from. When they they had uh, 16 and pregnant And then when they gave her a platform on Team Mom I just never liked her Her attitude was nasty Mind you, I want to give you a quick backstory This girl has all niggerette babies Niggerette babies, this white girl All of her kids are either Spanish or black Period, this white girl They let the Puerto Rican girl on the show 
who has two kids by two different men she started dating um the white girl's ex-husband who's hispanic mind you um the white girl cheated on her ex-husband and then while they were still married legally married turned around and had a baby on him even though she he had asked her to have a third child with him uh, well a second child with him but her it would be her third she told him no turned around not a couple months later and had a baby by a black dude boom that's that um she started calling the puerto rican girl ghetto and all types of trash and low lives and this because she said uh that she's ratchet because she speaks her mind she's ratchet because um her sister is loud or they her sister defends her like a sister is supposed to do number one if you don't got no siblings and they're not defending you i'm sorry that's not your sibling yeah. because when it comes to my siblings i i guarantee you i'm going to war period i don't care if they're right or wrong in the moment you, you trying to it's not happening you're gonna have to fight me first and if my siblings are wrong i tell them later on but it's not going down. I think it's a little different in certain communities, the way that you treat your family when it comes to going to war for your 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 um your blood your fr- your flesh and blood. Even some of your friends you go to war for, yeah. no matter what. Anyway, um my thing is is like why is it that she's ratchet and she's not? Because the white girl was fighting on a show with her baby fathers, literally fighting with them. And then turned around and had three different kids by three different dudes, but turns around and also she has a history of saying some racially questionable stuff. She said about her Puerto Rican son that um, his hair wasn't supposed to be cut a certain way because he's a little white boy. Mind you, he looks more Hispanic than anything. He doesn't even look like a white boy. None of her kids look white. All of her kids look like minorities. So I, I, I wanted to know what the issue is between placing somebody of color on a show and suddenly they're ghetto versus somebody that is already on a show or they have a show or you putting them on a show and they're ghetto but they're white what is the difference there because i have a problem with that in my opinion white white is still (laughs) you had a loss of work yeah white white. no white is still white it's just like white no matter what what form of white you are or what type of white you are you're still white so you're still mm-hmm. like you know you're still principal you still you still have value not if that makes mind. any sense well so i guess i but guess we're, and that's society. why that's why we're not the majority so and also what i want to throw out there before we go um let me make this clear black people if y'all didn't know, anybody that's listening out there, argue with me later. My hashtag is at Julia Vamps because we can get into this. Black people make up 15% of this country and we are all accounted for. We cannot walk over here. We cannot swim over here. We are all accounted for. 15% white people make up 77% of this country. Period. And y'all are all not accounted for. Wow. Because y'all could walk over here as well. And y'all could fly over here and stay over here and not have a problem. But if it's a minority, it's a problem. But I just want to say that. Just very clear, let that sink in. For anybody out there that thinks that you feel threatened by black people, stop it. We're 15%. No matter how you spin it. 15%. And Spanish people are even less. But you know what I think it is? Our presence is so loud. Oh, we and we need to be louder. Yeah, our presence is so loud. Let's yeah, start having eight babies. No, <laughs> what we I'm need joking. to be, our presence needs to be louder at the the voting booths. That's where, that's where it needs to be loud at. Seriously, mm-hmm. that's where it needs to be loud at. 
Well, you know how black folks are. Yeah. <laughs> don't vote. Don't care until yeah. it's time to care. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there really fast. Just I wanted to let those numbers sink in for anybody that thinks that we take up or we threaten this country's very weird ass existence or if we if we are the ones that are majority on government assistance which is highly impossible it can't yeah. <laughs> it can't cuz let's make let's make this clear medicaid food stamps welfare all that is not made for us if yeah. y'all if y'all don't understand that let me make this clear one more time that's for y'all yeah that's not for us because y'all don't want black people to get ahead even if you know if it's 15 of us living in a house like mexicans cuz mexicans get it done i will say I, it's a good thing we need to take a cue <laughs> sometimes we all need to get one house so we can all get ahead because they saves their money and gets out then they get a house and a business and then they're good and they make sure their family's good but anyway y'all don't want us to get ahead because the second that we get ahead it's over it's over, y'all know. It's already it's over. over. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but this is not a race war i just want to point that out uh mtv y'all gotta do a better job at uh making a little bit more more culture, cultural sensitive shows that are inclusive. I get that y'all are, um, you know, y'all, y'all run campaigns and stuff like that, but the actions behind that don't really add up. I get that y'all trying to sell, you know, capitalism and stuff. MTV is always going to be one of those uh, pioneer networks that are, will always be on top until it's time to slip, but y'all got to do a little bit better. And VH1, come on. Can we let go of Love and Hip Hop? It's not gonna happen. Please. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's getting boring anyway. I liked it when Jim Jones and uh, Chrissy was on there. And season one of Atlanta. Yeah. It's not that was happen, interesting. Though. That's that's what that's what's bringing the money. That's the market value. So. Oh wait, and before we go to, I know we're running uh, running over. You think Jocelyn will get her own show, and do you think anybody will care? Yeah. You think? Yeah. I think she's canceled at this point. <laughs> no, they said she's got it on. She's actually filming now. Who is she filming for? What network? Uh, I think it's Bravo. <laughs> no, I don't think it's Bravo. I can't remember which one, but she definitely—it's been confirmed that she is. She's actually filming now. Not for Amazon, because nobody. <laughs> no, but she's filming, and I think people will watch. I, she, well, I don't know if she'll get a second season, but I think people will watch. Yeah, because when she had the show with Stevie, it was like boring. Yeah. It was not enough drama for me. I was like, yeah. And I'm contradicting myself a little bit, guys, but I do like drama TV. But it needs to be inclusive drama for everybody drama. <laughs> inclusive <laughs> drama. Everybody <laughs> has to get a piece of this pie. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm Julia Van Spleeker. I am Craig Starr. Thank y'all for listening. Because all of y'all are going to listen. All, all of y'all are going to listen. Yeah, one day. Every time. Yeah. You'll hear us on your, your, your morning drive at some point. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's happening, so t- get with it yeah. or get lost. Definitely happening. All right. Thank you, guys. <laughs>